You're listening to Kiama Community Radio. This program is proudly supported by Kiama Community College. There's something for everyone, from nationally accredited career courses to seniors' computing, languages, and lifestyle programs. There's a detective we can't blame. Some people think that is slightly insane. The Susie the Flu's there. She's got Blaine's back. She knows karate and when to attack. There's a helpful ghost. Never see his face. He helps out Blaine solve every case. Supernatural detective watches life unfold. As he blunders around in the underworld, a supernatural detective watches life unfold. As he blunders around in the underworld, join us on our journey tonight the adventures of Blaine, the supernatural detective. Blaine has started his supernatural detective agency in River City, in the deep south. His only tools are his knowledge of voodoo magic and a helpful ghost. Ghosts can commit crimes as well as be the victims of crime, and sometimes killing someone doesn't make the problem go away, but just makes it worse when they seek revenge from the other side. Blaine is arguing with Mrs. Cleary, his cleaner, when he hears a strange sound coming from the office next door. Who's got the office next door, Mrs. Cleary? A strange, quiet man. Only moved in a few days ago. Much quieter neither than you. Yeah, but I bet he don't tip as well. Here's $20. How about a big kiss? Get away from me, you smell a drink. Beware the wages of iniquity. As you sow, so shall you reap. You're going to have to sober up, Blaine. Less of that coffee-flavoured scotch. Helpful ghost. Well, I got three cases of pirate ghost scotch left. Listen, I heard the guy next door moving around. What are you up to in there? I'm going to have a look. If I lean out of my window, I might just... Careful, Blaine. Great stories up the street. I think if I just step out on the ledge and inch along... Ghost! I can see someone is already outside next door's window on the ledge. He's wearing a mask. He must be... The Gloom! The famous crime-fighting hero! Oh, look! He's coming along the window ledge toward me. Mr. Gloom! Ghost! He's knocked me off the ledge! 
I can hang on and just... Oh, hi. Sorry about this. I'm your next-door neighbour. Just a bit stuck. I uh, wonder if you could... Flame! Luckily, the crime fighter, the Gloom, steps into the rescue and deploys one of Mr. Wimble's emergency trampolines that bounces Blaine back inside the open window of the office next door. Susie turns up for their next date, just in time to show her knowledge of first aid. Keep still, Blaine. You've been hurt. I took the bullet out, but you have to rest. What's a close call, Mr. Herbert Renfrew Blaine? And I don't think Ms. Clary is going to be happy about all this mess. Not at all. Good. That's my darling gal, Susie. Susie, I do feel a bit woozy. Hey, that rhymes with floozy. What a doozy being woozy, Susie the floozy. Looks like I'm going to have to take charge while you recover. What are you two doing in this room? Who fired that shot that hit Blaine? I am going to interrogate you both and get answers. Sit down. I'm Johnny Dollar, the famous detective, and that is the crime fighter, the gloom. We've been watching this office for weeks. We would have caught him, Blaine, if you hadn't interrupted us. Susie, use this voodoo amulet to examine the dead body a bit more closely. Helpful ghost, do your thing. As you can see... The signs are quite clear, sir. Stop finishing my sentences for me. I can see the ghost of the dead man standing next to the body. He has been chainsawed and he's talking to the helpful ghost. I can see him. So, you weren't just talking to yourself. Wait, you thought the ghost wasn't real? Well, it always made our date so much more interesting. Look, Blaine, I've been speaking to the victim. He's given me a few valuable clues. Looks like he stole the Nose of India diamond and was trying to make a copy to swap with the real diamond. And then he and his partner fell out and then... A room, room. And you, that gloom crime fighter in your ridiculous costume, what have you got to say for yourself? To gloom? He never speaks. Come over here for a sec, Johnny Dollar. Susie? Helpful ghost? Now get him. jumped through the broken window onto the trampoline eight stories below. Who would have thought? He fooled me. He is not the real gloom. Sorry, it's habit. So Johnny Dollar jumped into Blaine's car with Susie driving and they chased the fake gloom's car through the streets of River City until he realises they are heading for... He's heading for the seaplane harbour by the mouth of the river. He must have the nose of India diamond with him. Johnny, lead out and try and shoot out his tires. Please, that stuff never works in real life. Well, let me try. Susie, keep the car straight. 
I don't think that baker's going to be too happy, sir, about his window. You definitely bagged a couple of croissants. Blaine, who's in that car following us? It's full of women, and the car is covered in strange symbols. It's the Voodoo Queen's daughters. Of all the bad timing. Oh well, it's all in a good cause. The Voodoo car has run off and hit a pole. Blaine, have you been hit? No, but that was a whole case of Parco Scotch. The pain, the pain. We're coming up to the seaplane harbor. The fake gloom has jumped into a seaplane. Quick, get ready to jump out. We're going to have to steal a seaplane. This one is the biggest and most expensive. It'll do. What's going on here, Susie? Oh, so Dada. Oh, hello, Mr. Funeral Car. Nice seaplane you got here. Blaine finally gets to meet Susie's father, and sadly, not under the best of circumstances. But being the millionaire he is, he knows when action is required and when it's time for explanations. Thanks for being so understanding, Mr. Funeral Car. Anything for my little girl. It's good to finally meet you. Susie's told me a lot about you. I'm surprised you haven't had me checked out with a private investigator of your own. Yes. I hired Johnny Dollar to keep an eye on you. Next door to your office. You drink too much. Also, I think it's important to get the diamond back. Well, I've sent Ghost across into the other plane, so we should see some effects soon. Wait. That was your office next door, Johnny Dollar? Yes. It looks like the seaplane is in front of us, and it's starting to wobble a bit. Fake gloom is going to be in for a surprise. The seaplane is starting to turn round. Blaine, it's starting to turn right around. Looks like it's going to crash right into us. I'm going to have to... The fake gloom's plane crashed into the sea and disappeared. Mr. Funeral Car managed to bring the plane down safely. But it was a close call. However, all that shaking and bumping showed up something quite unexpected. So, Johnny Dollar, it was you all the time. And I would have got away with it if the seaplane bouncing around hadn't shaken the nose of India Diamond out of my pocket. Grab him, Susie. Well, you'll be going to jail for a very, very long time if I have anything to do with it. After all, it was my nose of India diamond. This is bigger than all of you. The mafia boss in River City ain't going to be happy about this, and he'll want his revenge. So, once again, Blaine solves the case, or at least everyone around him does. So, officer, you can see how it all played out. Well, it's amazing. It all makes sense. This nose of India thief, who was making a fake diamond in the office next door, to switch with the real one was murdered by the detective trying to catch him, and who in turn was caught out when it fell out of his pocket in the seaplane. Yep. The bullet that hit you came from Johnny Dollar's gun. And this gloom character, did he really crash? And who was the chainsawed victim, actually? You don't seem to have solved that one. Not such a great detective. Goodbye, Bill the Patrolman. I guess we'll never know if the guy in the seaplane was the real gloom or not. I got a few theories. 
And the mafia boss of River City is upset with you, Blaine. You're gonna have to watch out. He'll get you. Well, when I was in the seaplane, it was strange. I couldn't recognise him because of the disguise. But it seemed I had met him before somewhere. Well, Blaine got it all wrapped up. And in only 15 minutes, so... Give it a rest and drink your scotch. You're off duty. Look... You guys can't keep hanging around here if you ain't gonna drink my coffee. Come down, Tom. With Mr. Funeral Car on my case, I'm gonna have to give the hooch away anyway. He shouldn't have called me Herbert Renfrew. The funniest thing is I'm gonna have to be a lot nicer to Miss Cleary from now on. I'd recognize those bony elbows when she ran into me in that gloom costume anywhere. Well, you've been listening to episode four. Jane saw me gently of the series Journey Through Night. Set on the dark streets of River City. Starring Lee Cordner as Blaine, the supernatural detective. Hi. John Hornsey as the helpful ghost. <laughs> Carol Goddard as Susie the Floozy. Hi there. Nancy Finch, that's me, as the narrator. Gary Cochran as Johnny Dollar, Mr. Funeral Car, and Bill the Patrolman. Tune in next week for episode 5, Bury My Knee in Your Wounded Heart, as Blaine gets a cowboy hat. You've been listening to Kiama Community Radio. This program was proudly brought to you by Kiama Community College.